on my gravestone it will say he watched more <laughs> kickboxer than the people that made kickboxer i don't want my cheese puffs to get moldy and, and old and stay <laughs> oh, i've moved on to my, my little gummy snacks now uh, i'm glad my concept has grasped so <laughs> the hair is long and curly in this movie along with some good special effects i might add hello everyone welcome to movie freaks the only podcast on the net that Happy, happy Halloween, 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 happy, happy Halloween. The shit is stuck in your head. I'm Eric Marner. <laughs> and I'm Eugene Weaver. And it is. <laughs> and welcome to our great big Halloween episode. Um, it's not, it's, this is not the bonus one. This is just a regular episode, but we're going to be doing a bunch of our horror-thon reviews catching up uh, because we didn't want to waste any of that time when we were doing top 100 so we're gonna get all caught up on that obviously we won't finish it up because we're uh two days till halloween actually but this will come out on halloween so we will have one last wrap-up of our horror-thon but until then we have a massive amount of horror reviews to get to at least over here and i've got plans on how we're going to get through it all um but before that we have the roulette and last episode, it was American Heist versus Dijin? Dijin? Dijin! From Toby Hooper. Go ahead and tell us about Dijin, sir. Okay. Um, <laughs> Watch the pumpkin. Okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yep. <laughs> okay, so Dijin... Starring no one, directed by, sorry, Toby Hooper, but uh, um, I, I'm not going to spend much time on this movie because, honestly, it's it's a waste of my breath. It got, uh, I want to say, one half of a star. Um, somehow this is actually worse than the other Dijin movie that's... I, <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> I, somehow it is. Oh, my. Um, it was, um, you couldn't... You couldn't tell that it was directed by by Hooper. Like, uh, this was just a generic shot on video, nothing. Uh, I I barely remember anything about the movie other than it was uh, some Indian people that move into this high-rise hotel in the middle of the desert, and there's an evil something or other, and it's bad CGI, like PlayStation 1 or 2 CGI. Oof. Goreless, and it goes on and on and on, and it's not that long of a movie, but it goes on and on and on. Um, so yeah, it was um, it was it was awful, awful, awful movie. That that would go in. Uh, uh, you know, I don't think that it's quite as bad as the one movie from the guy that it, from one of the band members of Lincoln Park. Oh, was that Mall? Yeah, it's not quite that bad because okay. I I despised that yeah, movie. Yeah, I did too. Um, this here, there's I guess a couple good shots set over in India or Saudi Arabia or somewhere I guess, but it's it's terrible, terrible movie. One of the worst of the roulettes thus far. Oh boy. Yeah, and here's the thing. The thing is though, because it was directed by Toby Hooper, I would have still watched it. So it's not like. How dare you throw that on the rule? I, I would have oh, watched yeah. this. Oh yeah, I knew on we were both own. planning to. I don't feel bad about that one. Yeah, but at least you don't have to now. <sighs> and if you do, then it, you earned it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'll take that right off. I have no problem missing that one. 
Okay, well, that sounds like that was a bust. Let's move over to yes. uh, American Heist. Because uh, I'm glutton for punishment, just desperate to see Hayden Christensen give us another shattered glass type uh, performance. <laughs> yeah. And I figured, oh, Ad- Adrian Brody, Jordana Brewster, heist movie, probably not going to be the one, but, you know, why not? Adrian Brody's good, <laughs> right? Um, you know, wow. Oh, this movie. Just wow. Oh, so we've got a double oh, double header of so garbage. Horror that I was prepping the show today, this afternoon, and was flipping like, oh, I gotta add this, and I want to talk about that, and I was like, oh crap, I haven't watched our roulette yet, or at least I hadn't finished it. <laughs> I had started it, so this afternoon I hurried up and finished it, and oh, I mean, now with that cast, you're generally thinking, okay, let's go Hayden hamming it up. Yeah, I'll tell you what, he was better than Adrian Brody. I hated him, and he's playing this really white uh, guy trying to act like a thug. Gets out of prison after ten years, and the usual thing. They drug me back in for one more heist and all that shenanigans. But I'll tell you what, there's one scene that kind of made it worth the trip, where he goes over-the-top acting and... Uh, crying and wailing and telling Hayden, his brother, you don't, you don't know what it was like in prison, and goes on and on and about how he was uh, raped and raped by inanimate materials that made no sense to me whatsoever. Do you want oh. me to spoil it for you? Or I you yes, to... I don't. I... Uh, he, I mean, he was crying and weeping. Oh, they raped me. They raped me, and you're like, oh man, that sucks. And then he's like, with toothpaste, and you're like. What? Okay, now now this is now it's funny. Because I'm like, <laughs> what? With toothpaste, he kept saying they raped me with toothpaste. You don't understand. He's wailing and crying. I, I, it was, it was bizarre and oh, it was so terrible. It was terrible, just terrible. But Adrian Brody can play badass if he wants. Like Predators, he was really good in that. He's a really good actor. I really like yeah. him a lot, even in crappy movies. But. In this one, no, I hated his character. And his character was this white boy wannabe thug guy with crappy tattoos and gold chains. And uh, it was just <laughs> awful. Avoid at all costs. Enough oh, of this crap. We've spent yes. enough time on it. Next round. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, okay. I, ay, 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 what a list you sent me. Mother's Boys, which I'm... 50-50 on if I ever watched. I think I might have rented that in the VHS days. Jamie okay. Lee Curtis, but I, I'm not taking it anyway. Fruit Vale, Fruit vale Station, probably a very good movie, but uh, sad <laughs> and teary. Uh, Ferocious Planet, which is the 24th film in Sci-Fi's Maneater series. I will be avoiding that one as well. <laughs> Since I haven't seen the first 23. Uh, the Hunt seems like a decent premise, but also might be weepy and is pushing two hours. So I'm going to go with Hide and Seek, which is, I believe, a mm. South Korean film. And it's yeah. like hour 40 and had a little bit more of a plot that you probably couldn't nail down just by reading it. You know, oh, I yeah. guess every single thing that happens in this movie, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that has been on my roulette for or on my queue for so long. And I just, I don't get around to watching it. And it sounds good. Well, that's the one I'm taking, so we will see. Excellent. Okay. Okay, so for me, you threw my way, Let Us Pray. Um, And that is starring one of the guys from Game of Thrones. I don't know his name, but it's um, 
one of the the king the, uh, with the witchy red-haired lady. Yes, that guy. I don't, um, I don't know what his name is. His, his sidekick. So he's the main star of Let Us Pray. <clears throat> uh, Seeds of Time. Um, was that the science fiction one? That's the documentary. Okay. Um, 180 Degrees South. Which is, which I'm kind, is not the movie that you had before. <laughs> yes, I know, yes. Um, and Lupopolis, which that sounds cool. Lunopolis, Lu- that sounds Lunopolis, good. Lunopolis, and uh, note on that one, I added it, if this is further incentive for you. Uh, according to what I see, this is going to be taken off Netflix on November 1st. Oh, is it yes. really? So I wanted oh, to mention I didn't that. even know it. I know it's been on my queue forever, but I wanted to I just saw that it was leaving was like, "Ooh, uh, that's that sounds like a cool that's the sci-fi one." Okay. Um and then last but not least, Tremors Part 5, oh. which I already watched and I'll get to that review later tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, I'm I, this is a pretty good spread here, but um, Let Us Pray has it for me, of course. I um, figured that would be one that you had already watched. Like, I, I was no. like, I'm going to throw that on there because that looks really cool, but I was... Yeah, it does look I good. Was, well, I figured you are going to come I, back and be like, oh, I already watched it, so... Well, didn't that just come out on Netflix? I haven't... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all me. That's... Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess I... Hold on. I haven't got my pen out yet this evening. Eugene takes Let Us Pray... In fact, I probably haven't watched it yet because I have uh, because it is a Halloween, and I've been watching Blu-rays a lot more than normal uh, because it's that time of year. So, right. anyway. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, next episode will be hide and seek up against. Let us pray. I I have a strong hunch that uh, the reviews will be definitely more favorable. I I Lord I hope so. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was a bust. Yes, it was. Wow. Okay. Uh, with that, let's move into our big October horrorthon. We're doubling up from a couple of weeks. This was the challenge to watch a horror movie every day, or, or 31 for the month of October. Let's put it that way. I've been making up a lot of ground this week uh, because I was getting more and more behind, but especially even today, I was able to get quite a bit done. I figured the way we'll do this so that we can keep it moving, we'll go back and forth and do, uh, what do you say, three at a time? Oh, okay. I figured yeah. that's a, a good number. I'm going to make a make a mark about that. Um, and that way we can, we'll be more motivated to, okay, my next three, this, this, that, because some of these are going to be real short, I'm sure. Uh, yes, we're going to be throwing a lot of horror at you, uh, dear listener, but uh, just bear with it if you're not the horror fan, because some of this is going bound to be amusing e- either way. <laughs> oh, my Lord, <laughs> yes, I'll tell you. You are the horror guy, there's no doubt. And I love comic book movies and sci-fi. That's more my corner. Um, nonetheless, I I realize how much I genre hop because watching this many of one genre, I'm ready to just go to another one. It's not because I'm sick of horror movies. It's just that I'm cleaning a lot of crap off the queue and I'm watching stuff I haven't watched before. And a lot of... The, is there a genre with more shit in it? Because, oh, my God, have I watched some garbage this last couple weeks it's the go it's the go-to for low-budget independent filmmakers yeah uh, i you know, know but when, uh, anyway but there are some, <laughs> there is some good stuff in here um you probably have more than me so i'll let you go first 
And remember, we are scoring this. Now, uh, last time we did the Horrorathon, this was two episodes ago, I had 10.5 points, and you had 15. Uh, my last review was Twixt, and yours was House of Long Shadows. So. Oh, okay. Actually, now that you say that, I need to pull up my, uh, my one list here, because I just want to make sure that I didn't miss it, because I actually have a... A document up with all my notes for tonight's show, and I want to make sure that I I didn't miss any movies. So you said the no problem. The last one uh, was House of Long Shadows for you. House of Long Shadows. Um, and we're kind of doing this uh, in order as what we watched, too. Um. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm I'm definitely missing some. So did uh, did I review? Refresh my memory. Did I review Good Night Mommy? La- yeah, I did. Yes, but you didn't count that as a horror movie. Yeah. Which, rightly so, okay. Okay, here we go. Yep, now I'm back on track. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Give me three. I'll let you go first. Okay, so, moving on from uh, House of Long Shadows, we have Blast Fighter. And that is uh, um, uh, that is an Umberto Lenzi movie. No, no, no. Yeah, no, wait. Um, uh, Lombardo Bava movie. Which is Mario Bava's son? Is it a horror movie? Um. Well, it's it's an exploitation movie. <laughs> oh, he's reaching. <laughs> uh, it's really, really violent and bloody and Rambo esque. Okay. And as only the Italians can do. Would you call Rambo um, a horror movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> right off the bat, okay. we're having okay. It's I okay. haven't seen it, so you have to kind of make the judgment call there. Nah, it's it's it's. Um, let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Save your regular stuff for next episode. Okay. Uh, Black Mirror. Now that I am going to count as one. Oh, that was the um, TV I, I, show. Yes, that's okay. the TV show. Um, that show is fantastic. And it, it airs a little bit to science fiction, but this is definitely in the horror sci-fi uh, genre. It's like it's basically a new version of Twilight Zone, um, but with a little bit more of a a little bit more horror sci-fi bent to it, especially with technology. Very very technology based with internet and like. Uh, you can play back one episode, like one of the best, if not the best episode was you can play back any scene in your life on your internal hard drive on the projected onto a screen that people can see. So it's like, Oh, Hey, what, you know, check out the interview. I had a job interview today. Check it out. And they flip through their hard drive in their head and it projects through their eyes onto a screen and it's brilliant, but it goes so horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, so it's it's technology like and things that things never go right, um, but that show is a gem in the rough, and I burned through that those two seasons in a couple days. Uh, each episode uh, is about around an hour or so, mm-hmm. hour hour and 50, like they're almost like short movies, uh, but they are great. And Netflix, uh, they only made one episode from season three, which had John Hamm in it, and it was. So good. It was so good. And then they put a halt to it, and Netflix is taking over and producing it from here on out. So Good. Yes, it's a great show. You would you would love it. I'm definitely going to bump that one up because we're, we just started uh, True Detective, 
here in the last couple of days. So we're we're on yep. the hunt for new shows again. And Jessica Jones comes out in a couple a week or two. Yep. Woohoo! I'm all over yep. that. So yep. good. I'll oh, definitely bump that up. Yep. Next. Uh, okay. So next up is uh, scrolling down through here. Frankenstein must be destroyed. And I'm not going to spend much time on this because I talked about this in depth on Cinema Soft Underbelly. Uh, but yep. it's Peter Cushing, Hammer, uh, one of the, not the top of top tier Frankenstein movies from them, but it's a very, very good movie. And uh, one thing of note with this movie is uh, Peter Cushing is Dr. Frankenstein, obviously, and this he is in all of them. Um, but what makes this one a little bit different is he is way more of a villain in this versus the the crazy scientist that wants to do the right thing but mm -hmm. you know this one here he is definitely a hissable villain in it um so it, it was a good movie i really liked it and what year was that you know uh that was 1968 or 69 something where it was like yeah okay yeah. i was just curious just mindset yeah. but it's a good movie very good cool. movie uh, and then, lastly, before I turn it over to you, is Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem. Mm. And uh, this is the third time I've seen this movie. If I have it on Blu-ray. And, uh, honestly, the only fault with this movie that I can find is... Um, and it's, I've, actually, I've actually eased up a little bit on Sherry Moon Zombie. I still think she's miscast. I think she's, she's used best in smaller more crazy roles like in Zombies, House of a Thousand Corpses, and uh, uh, Devil's Rejects. Here, she has a very serious lead role, and she d I think that she does as good as her acting capabilities lend to it. Yeah, right. Um, but other than that, that movie is so mean-spirited and just evil. More, like, than, more than House of a Thousand... Or uh, not House mm, of a Thousand... Uh, uh, Devil's Rejects? Um, well, see, th th those two, Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, are a lot more gory and violent. This one here isn't that violent. It's just so, like, devilly and heavy. Heavy, like, oh, the devil stuff is like, oh, man, the witches and the music that they play, like, it's just this backward masking. Uh, I don't know much about that movie. Is it set present day? With our yes, well, it's it's set. Yeah, it's it's the Lords of Salem, are these witches? This coven of witches is trying to resurrect themselves in modern times, and you get a flashback to them being being burned at the stakes, and so they're trying to come back. And it's very art house ish the way he did it. Like, um, not everything quite makes sense, and you can tell it was done deliberately, almost a David Lynch type thing. Mm -hmm. But um, the the filmmaking is fantastic and the visuals and the music and everything are so well done to the point where it's like this is really freaking me out with these with the subliminal messages and stuff like that. oh man that's heavy yeah wow it's it's even for a seasoned horror guy i'm like okay i'm good for a while that's <laughs> is, that it, is, is it like, a little too much on the nose that's what it sounds like because zombie doesn't have doesn't seem with his uh, directing abilities to uh, be very uh, sublime. He's very on no. the nose with everything. Yeah. And that's kind of where I get frustrated. Yeah. It's like everything it's, is a bat upside the head. Yes, it's evil. Trust me, it's evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else for Lords of Salem? 
Uh, nope. It was a good... I, I, By the way, I really, really liked the movie because it is so effective. Um, but it's not one that I can rewatch often because it is so... Ugh. Yeah, right. But anyway. Okay. Okay, kicking off uh, mine this round. Uh, Contamination was first up to talk about. Mm, awesome. Yep, this is a Blu-ray I got from you. Uh, boy, I was going to grab the disc, but it's just out of my reach as far as who directed and who made all the... Uh, was it? Could you remind me? Do you know? Um... Some Italian dude. Oh, okay. I didn't know if there was some major connection of <laughs> no, no cousin or something. Other than Ian McCulloch uh, was in the main star in that. Who was the main star in Zombie? In, uh, Zombie right. Yeah. Uh, I, thumbs up. I enjoyed the movie. I'm not going to give it. You know, it's a. It's supposed to be silly, cheesy kind of, and and yeah. for that it works. And I I enjoyed it, but seeing McCulloch, especially after our Zombie, uh, I had to leave early for Zombie during three and a quarter nights of Fulci. Uh, I was like, oh man, I wish I was watching Zombie, but I'm watching this, but that's okay. Uh, I still yeah. give it a passing thumbs up. That was fun. Um, and I would say that that one is gory enough and creepy enough to count as a horror movie, even though it's more of a sci-fi movie, you get into that alien, aliens kind of thing. I would agree. Um, next up, and I'm just going in order here, this would be last episode's roulette, Antisocial. That counted as a horror movie, so check yep. if you want to hear that review. Episode 72 for you. Um, next up, this one's been on my queue for a while, and I, you gave it a positive, and, eh, sorry. Phone is on, message sick kids and stuff, and barfing, and <laughs> you know how it goes, so I gotta leave my phone yeah. on. Um, jug Face. This is about a... Oh, nice, you I, watched oh, that. Oh, okay. I, I, I got shit to talk about. I, I haven't told you. I haven't nice. told you stuff I've been watching. And okay, I'm impressed. You're going okay. to laugh out loud at some of the shit I've been watching, my friend. Um, <laughs> yes, this was one... I, did you watch it on the roulette? Or I think it was on the roulette, and then you said you had already watched it, and then you reviewed it. But Yeah. Um, this is a yep. bunch of backwoods hill jacks that live out in the middle of God's nowhere and worship a dirty hole in the ground because it's got some kind of demon thing in it. Uh, Larry Fessenden's in it. Who? Larry Fessenden. Yes, Larry Fessenden is in uh, Who's that? Oh, you know, <laughs> oh, that's the guy with the crazy hair. He's in Ty West's movies, and uh, he was the guy in Your Next, in the very beginning of Your Next, who has sex with the lady, and... Uh, I've only seen that once. You would know, he is, uh, you, he's been in so many movies in small parts. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. Sorry um, to interrupt. But still, it was a... Uh, I, I echo your sentiments. It was a good movie. Um, very, I mean, you know, it, it's weird. We talk about it all the time about unlikable characters or characters doing stupid things. And one could argue some of the things the characters did in this movie were stupid. And I would hear those arguments and that would be okay. But I, it didn't bother me here because these were uneducated hillbillies. You know what I mean? So when our main characters do things that you would question, you know they're... They're not, unlearned. They're they unlearned. Don't... Yeah, is yeah. that even a word? Now we sound really dumb if that's not. <laughs> Dems... I don't know. Beings, I said that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Dems, white people's domes, I think. <laughs> uh, but yes. Um, so it didn't bother me when our, our main characters did things questionable or like, oh, why would you do that, you idiot? Just go do this. But, it, you know, it was sort of understandable. Um, it's not something that I'm going to, I don't I don't even know if I'll ever watch it again, but it was it was worth a watch and I was entertained the whole way through, unlike many of the films to come. 
Oh, uh, boy. That's three more points for me. Over to you. Okay. okay. Uh, next up for me um, is Rites of Spring. Talked about that last week. Very much a horror movie, so there's mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then, now, um, <clears throat> I'll get your advice on this one here. If this counts for a point or not. I watched Splatter. And that one there, you tried to throw on the roulette for me, but um, but it was only 29 minutes long, and it, so it's like a TV episode. It is very much a horror movie, directed by Joe, D- Joe Dante, directed it. So, How, it's how a, about a half a point? Okay. Would that be yeah, okay? Uh, what was it? Yeah. Because it, it that's, that's awful short. Yeah. But I had to watch it because I'm like, it's Joe Dante, and Corey Feldman's in it, and... Uh, it's got some other name actors in it, and I'm like, I gotta check this out. Right. And it was okay. It was, you can tell they all just did it for fun. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like one setting in a house, and it's kind of gory, and kind of, they were just, let's just do this stupid thing. Right. And it was enjoyable for a half hour. Did the end. Did you ever watch uh, that Joss Whedon musical thing he did that was like 45 minutes long? No. Uh, Uh, the... Damn it! I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I'll look it up. But it was a uh, it was like a little musical thing he did with um, Neil Patrick Harris and a few yes, other. Yes, I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did watch yeah. that. And that yeah. and that was good. But yeah, you could tell that it had that same feel of like, oh, we're just getting together and screwing around doing this thing. Yeah, that's what this was. Yeah. Is let's just get people together into this house and just do something silly. That's cool. Um, I'm down with yeah. that. Um, and then. Uh, Here's one of the Fulci movies from uh, Four Nights of Fulci, City of the Living Dead. Okay. And that is a very, very much a horror movie. And we have talked about the Fulci movies before. One of his best. Listen to my show. With, yeah. Reviewed that movie already. No problem. Good to go. Okay. I count um, two and a half points there. Okay. Next up. And this... Oh, boy. This is going to be one of the... Uh, this first one here, one of the very best that I've watched this month uh, oh. as far as uh, your horror movies. And I've reviewed it a couple of times, and I've been all over the place with it. The very first time I saw it in the theaters, I was like, hmm, that was kind of bad. And then I picked it up on Blu-ray on the cheap and watched it again. It was brighter, and I could see more, ah. in, I could see more in the dark. Oh, you might... Oh, hey, oh. I don't know. Um, and... I had a, a total blast with it, and I've watched it maybe a time or two since, maybe not, maybe this is my third viewing, but I'll tell you what, I've come to the point where I'm not even calling this a good-bad movie, I'm calling this a straight-up good movie, because it kicks so much ass, and that's Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Yep. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I know a lot of people hate this movie, but it's so damn much fun. I have so much freaking fun watching this movie. I just giddy with a shit-eating grin on my face the whole way through. Um, and it'll take you a couple of watches to get there. It's a big old goofy monster movie, but I, I love it. I, it's a good movie. I'm going mm-hmm. positive on it with no excuses. Um, next up, Omnivores. This was one mm. that was on the roulette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that uh, you gave a thumbs up to, and mm-hmm. so I kept it on there and finally watched it. Did not know it was going to be a subtitled uh, reader movie, but uh, yeah, no problem. I hung out, I hung in there, and it was, 
I was glad that it moved along at the pace that it did with its uh, runtime. You know, like it, yeah. it, hour and fifteen yeah, minutes, it, something like that. That w- that was as long as it should have been. Uh, good story, good plot. Uh, I thought there was a couple of sort of gory, torture-ish scenes that didn't really fit, even for a cannibal movie. Um, okay. But I liked the way the plot went, and I was thrilled by the way the the third act went and the way it ended. I was thrilled yeah. because I was like, that's right. what I would do. You should do this. And then he does it. And I was like, oh my gosh, they did that. Like exactly what he, being vague on purpose, did exactly what I wanted to see happen. Yeah. And that I think was a gem in the rough. I really liked that movie. I, again, another one that I probably won't watch again, but it was, yeah. a, it was a solid movie. And for us, I don't know, I assume it's a smaller film, deserves a little more attention, especially for people that are more fans of cannibal movies than me. Um, yeah. Okay, and lastly for this bit, uh, The Beyond. Uh, we didn't get to watch it in theater, so I came home and finished it up on my own. And uh, uh, my score holds. It's a rock-solid movie. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think I need to watch a couple of his movies multiple times because um, I don't want to say I lower my score for this one, but seeing it balanced with some of the other movies, it's sort of like, ooh, boy. It's that, that other one with the little kid, Bob, the house by the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was, that was damn good. Like, and that was oh, nice. a lot, oh, that's that good was a lot more coherent than the Beyond. The Beyond has the shock value and everything going for it. but Yes, it but, does. Man, I, so I, I might have to, I might drop it a hair just because I want to bring another Fulci up a hair. Uh, but but they're all still positives, in my opinion. Even if you're not a fan of this uh, genre or that director or that time period, these are all checklist movies for a cinephile. You need to have seen them at least once. Um, yeah. Because they're important to the scope of cinema. They These movies yeah, are, they are unlike anything else in cinema. So, And they don't make them like that anymore. No, they That's... don't. It is <laughs> House by the Devil shows it is insanely hard to reproduce these kinds of things. It is. Over to you. Yep. And on the complete opposite end of the spectrum from the beyond is Tremors Part (laughs) 5. And I am going to count this as a horror movie because it's got... It's a monster movie. I count that. Yeah, it's a monster movie. Yeah. Um, One and a half out of five from me. (laughs) The only reason I actually added it, like, because all the other sequels have sucked. The only reason I added it was because of Horror News Radio. Because he gave it a yes. watchable, I was like, you know what, okay, maybe I'll give it a shot. Yep. And no, it's not near as good as he said it. No, it's not good. It's stupid. And just, it is so paint by the numbers. And we made this for one reason and one reason only, to try and make money. And I, you can always tell when a movie is doing that. Like, yeah. And obviously, all movies are out there to try and make money. But when they... Deliberately, there's nothing new to the to, to add to it. The CGI is good-ish, but it's just generic, forgettable nothing. The comedy is stupid. The jokes are lame. It's it's like this is going on way too long. Um, but somehow it managed to be better than Dijin. Because <laughs> it was sillier, or. Yeah, and um, I mean, it, the production values were better in this, but it was still, wow. And Jamie Kennedy, is that his name? I mean, there is a guy named Jamie Kennedy. Was he in this movie? 
I I think it wasn't he. In, it was guy in Scream. I think he was in the, the yeah, first Jamie Scream. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy was in the first Scream. Yeah, okay. Wow, he is aged, and and so have I. But it's like, <laughs> whoa, dude, you're like middle aged now, and you were this high schooler type guy in Scream. Yeah, well, I'm and thirty now, then. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, anyway, nothing to see here. Move on. Okay, next up is uh, okay. Here we go. Now we're getting into some good stuff. Um, Tales of Halloween. Uh, is this a new movie or an old movie? Okay. Yes. This sounds yes. like a uh, uh, collection of short films. It is, yes. Uh, this movie was fantastic. Four out of five stars. Uh, the uh, They go for uh, very much, very much trying to go for the trick-or-treat yeah, right. feel. Comedy with uh, horror definitely upped the gore quotient in this. Uh, but they got some good directors. Mike Mendez, uh, Friday the third, Friday the thirty first was his uh, was his movie in this, and it was great. It was so good. Um, Neil Marshall of The Descent had a really good one called uh, Bad Seed. I believe his was a killer pumpkin, a killer carved pumpkin. It was awesome. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, Darren Lynn Bousman had a good one. He's he's did some of the uh, Saw movies, um, and honestly, the only one that I uh, that actually dropped it um, from an extra half point was Lucky McGee's. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friend of show, Lucky McGee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucky McGee has one that makes absolutely zero sense at all, and it's trying and it's trying to be, trying to make no sense, and I didn't like it at all. It did it didn't work at all. But otherwise, that was a cool, cool. movie. Big thumbs up. Cool. You'd I'll like it. Check that one out. I like anthology movies. <laughs> yes, and they and they move quick. Like they're not like thirty minute long ones. They're like more like 10, 15 mm. minutes at the most. I still have yet to see a really good anthology movie where they cram in like I don't know, four. 15 to 20 minute movies instead of two or three. It would be sweet to have them like do one that's four or five and they're just a hair shorter, but I don't know. Maybe somebody will write that story. Uh, next. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. Uh, last is Dracula has risen from the grave. And again, I'm not going to spend much time on this because I talk about this movie on my own show and it's, uh, it's a rock solid uh, Christopher Lee Dracula entry from the Hammer Studios and this one here um, it's not quite as good as uh, Horror of Dracula the first one and my personal favorite uh, Dracula Prince of Darkness but it is it's very good and Christopher Lee whenever that guy is on screen no matter what the quality is of his Dracula movies because they some of them definitely dip in quality. Whenever he's on screen, he has got such a commanding mm-hmm. presence. No doubt. Um, and especially for the for the earlier ones, it's, he is just badass in them. And he still has that feel. But already in this one here, I've watched these so many times now. I'm like, oh, okay, it's the, the formula is set and it's going through the motions now. But it's still a good movie. I liked it. Cool. Uh, okay. Over to me. Let me queue up. I got a couple of notes for a couple of these here. Uh, that's never a good thing. Uh, nope. Nope. Here we go with some uh, shit. <laughs> the Babadook. Now, this is getting a lot of... 
I'm going to say mixed reviews. A lot of people called me out on it said, this isn't mixed, mostly positive. And it did get a lot of positive. Um, but it wasn't all positive. And you can count me on the negative. And part of that is because two-thirds of this was brilliant. But the one-third was so not brilliant, it, I, I mean... Judas. I guess if I actually have to score it, the technical merits would get it past a five, so I would be a technical thumbs up. But I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Let me see here. Notes time. Uh, okay, The Babadook. Fantastic ideas. Incredibly scary. Good acting. And positively loathsome characters. Loathsome characters. I hated the mom, the son, the aunt, the cousin, the school people, the cops, everyone. And the aunt tells the mom to get over uh, the husband dying. It was seven years ago. What? The kid is seven years old, and he acts like he knew the dad. If he didn't, then why is he acting so traumatized all the time talking about dad? You know what I mean? It's just sort of like... I, I know families where the dad has never been in the picture. And it's sort of like, you don't tell him from the moment he's born until he's seven years old that your dad died, your dad died, your dad died, you know, or what, uh, that didn't make yeah. any sense. Why does it not make any sense? Oh, that's because she is an absolutely terrible mother, terrible mother. Yeah. By the end, they say this is the first birthday party of his they ever celebrated because it was the same day that the dad died. You are a dirty, rotten, filthy, horrible mother. You're a, <laughs> you're a terrible, terrible person. And I wish you would die. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm skipping ahead. <sighs> so. <laughs> and on the flip side, I hated that kid. I you know I what? hated him. The kid was irritating because he was screaming and throwing fits, and and nothing in this movie makes sense, it logically. Yeah. I it's it's amazing to me that so many people give it a pass, because yeah. they're really giving a pass to the plot, the story, the creature, those scares that and those ideas, because everything else doesn't make a a lick of logical sense. Um, the, the, she's constantly trying to protect the kid. She's chasing after him. There are times where a spirit picks him up and drags him upstairs, out of her reach, and is trying to get him. And so she runs up. She finally gets her hands back on him again. And the second that he, the creature is in the room. She says, like, stay here, and then walks five feet away to go check on the monster and touch it or whatever. And it's like, what, why would you even take your hands off the kid for a second at that point? You know, I, I, again, I'm looking at things differently as a parent, but it's like, that kid would not leave my grasp. If he's getting yeah. lifted up by invisible things and toted down the room, then I would always have him in hand. Oh, uh, she chases after him, chases after Finally, she gets her hands on him. And then the second she has him again, she's like, stay here. I'm going to go look at something. <laughs> Child services deserves uh, to separate you because you're terrible. Yes. Uh, the Babadook, mommy. The ba oh, I, I, I didn't. I, 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 yeah. The kid threw... When I say I hate it, I just the, the character. No, I'm right the, there with you. I I did not. No, like the I, and he threw fits that were is so irritating. But at the same time, I wasn't really ready to throw him under the bus for that. That was the character thing, and I get it. It's, it's annoying, but it's like you got to go along with it. Uh, anyway, um, and then we get to the very end of the movie, which makes no sense and was not explained at all. It was just sort of like there it is. We feed him grubs, and we're good. And it's like, uh, roll credits. What? what? 
Why? <laughs> Who? No, no explanation. I'm just going to go with it. And I'm sure some people are going, isn't that amazing? They didn't even explain it. It's just a mystery. No, needed a little explanation on that one because that was stupid. So uh, I give it, a, I'll give it a passing thumbs up for its ingenuity and, and, you know, it was very effective in its scares and all that stuff, but every character was positively loathsome. Uh, oh, it was so irritating. Even side characters that didn't have a big purpose in the movie. Uh, the teachers come to the school and they just are like, you're nuts. You're nuts. You're, you're acting nuts. What's going on? You're nuts. Why is your kid screaming and throwing fits? It's like, well, he's seven. That would have been the end of the conversation. But instead she's like, oh, I don't, I, I don't sleep much. And it's, that doesn't make any yeah. sense. Why would you say that? Why would you do that? You yeah. would just, oh, it was so <laughs> irritating. So, oh, all yep. that side stuff. No, thank you. Okay. Yep, that's the same okay. movie I watched. Good to yep. know. Next up, and this will be a short one, The Lazarus Effect. Oh, um, uh, yeah. If Flatliners had a baby with Pet Cemetery and Flatliners had a prescription pill problem and a wine addiction and got a D-plus in science, that would be the Lazarus Effect. Okay, next up. <laughs> Vampire Hunter D, Bloodlust. Um, I had to pull this one off the shelf again because I was looking for DVDs because I can pop them in my office while I'm working and have it there in the background. I've seen this one many times before. It definitely counts as a horror movie. You got vampires, werewolves, gory, witches, warlocks, everything under the sun. I say that counts. Um, and this movie is still awesome. I love it. This is one of my favorite animated movies and, uh, it is a little slow in bits, but, uh, I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, it has a very fantastic art style, uh, fantastical or fantasy-esque, whatever you want to say. Yeah, uh, but it works for this material. I now the guys that did this went on and made a, a Highlander uh, anime movie, and I didn't feel like the art style worked there. It's very specific, and I feel like it works very well with uh, fantasy creatures and the, and the like. But when it went to something a little more ground based with mostly humans, okay, they're immortal, but you know what I mean. It gets a little carried yeah. away. Uh, that would be three for me. Okay, back to me. We're going to start things off with a bang. Deathgasm. <laughs> um, which got four stars out of five. Um, this was great. It was just great. If you have not heard about this movie, just watch the trailer. And if you like the trailer, you will love the movie. If you're like, ah, nah, then no. Because the trailer is, that's exactly what the movie is like. It's heavy metal and killing demons and blood and gore everywhere. That's and it. if you were not aware of this movie, then you should be following our Facebook page. Facebook.com yes. backslash moviefreakspod. <laughs> yep. It was great. It was, it was so good. It was so funny. The acting was great. Um, and with a low budget, they still did things so good. The special effects were fantastic. Um, this was borderline like, like they're they're definitely going for a dead alive type thing here. Like it was really damn gory, mm -hmm. uh, but um, fast paced. I loved it. I, I I loved it, and I like. I'm a metalhead, so um, the interaction that these people have with each other and their love for that stuff, and then how it ties in with the horror stuff. It 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 works brilliantly. 
Um, I, honestly, the only negative I would have on this movie is from time to time the low budget does shine through, and not necessarily in the special effects. It just every now and then you're like, yeah, it just feels kind of low budget. But that's it's a low budget yeah. movie, but and they 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 did great. So good movie, fantastic. Movie. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, you'll love it. It's it's right up your alley. <laughs> um, and then we would have the Lost Boys. One of my very favorite, not just vampire movies of all time, but one of my favorite movies of all time. This movie is um, the best um, example, one of the very best examples of an 80s movie well done. That's not, uh, it, yeah, it's cheesy. It is, but it's so much fun. The comedy works, the horror works, the action works, the storyline is great, and still is such a good storyline. And it's almost like when you're watching it, to me, um, it it feels like it could have almost been made now, but set in the 80s, because uh, it's that well made. And the casting is that good. Everything about it is so good, it's like, it doesn't feel like this, oh, it's a really lame, cheesy 80s movie that I have a, you know, I have fond memories of. It's it's a genuinely good movie that still holds up to this day, and the soundtrack is killer. Um, I will say, though, the uh, saxophone player dude... It yeah. just turns you right on. There go my nipples Right again. the hell on. Yep. <laughs> Instant stiffy. Yep. So, la- <laughs> uh, last <laughs> one for me is uh, the Oblong Box. And this is back in the... Uh, this is Wait, back that's when... really the title? The Oblong Box? Yes. Okay. Yes, uh, it's an Edgar Allan Poe type uh, movie, Vincent Price, Christopher Lee, and it's okay. It's from the 60s. Um, this is back when Roger Corman decided to quit doing the Poe adaptions, and they got someone else to do it. And it just, it's not bad, but it's just there. Um, mm-hmm. A guy comes back from the grave to to get the those that wrongfully accused him and eh, it was okay so okay uh over to me uh first up for this bit is drag me to hell sam raimi pop this blu-ray in again haven't seen it in a while thought i'd give it another spin and i still like it it's still a fine movie but i my score is probably going to drop on it i'm not sure what i had it at before but we'll see um i mean this thing it's what hour 25 maybe it's too damn long it's Let's go. It's all about dragging it out and dragging it out for that ending that you just know is going to happen. And that's fine. It, you know, a lot of things in this movie work, but oh, it, it should have been a short. It, this was, should have been a short. Yes, you're right. It, that would have made a great short. Uh, next up is Lady Death, the motion picture. This is an animated film. I'm going to read you a bit of the synopsis on this one. Uh, Her legend begins in the 15th century. A young woman named Hope is sentenced to a trial by fire. She reluctantly accepts Lucifer's offer of life in hell over a hideously painful death. Um, Lucifer banishes Hope to the horrors of hell where she must find strength and courage to survive and return to free the souls of the ones she loves. With the valiant outcast Cremator and her trusted companions. Uh, she is transformed in the powerful 
woman, warrior lady death, and challenges the Lord of Lies for control of hell itself. Does that sound like horror enough for you? Wow, yes. Okay. Now, if only it were that cool. If only. Oh, because that sounds Trust so me, good. all that stuff <laughs> is in there. That all happens. But you're really wanting the uh, Dante's Inferno, like, over the yes. top. It doesn't quite go there. You know what I mean? Where it's just mean and brutal and gory. It's, it, it is brutal and it's gory, but it's just, it's not quite as good as, as like, Dante's Inferno and that kind of stuff. So I think it definitely qualifies as a horror movie. Um but it just, it doesn't, I mean, it's on the shelf, and every now and then I, I pull yeah. it off to like, oh, that, I kind of remember liking that, I'll give that one another watch, I don't really remember what that was about. Then I watch it, and I'm like, yeah, I kind of remember, and it just kind of, then it fades away again. It's kind of like uh, Heavy Metal 2000. It's kind of like that one. You know what I mean? Where it's like, there's some good gotcha. stuff in yep. there, but it's not one to hurt yourself to see. Um Okay. Next up, oh boy, I haven't seen this one since the days of the Laserdisc in Eugene's dungeon. Uh, oh boy. Uh, but I was in the mood for something different, and I hadn't seen it in a while, and it, Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Ah. It's got some good practical effects, and that's about the most positive you're going to get on this movie. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, seriously, it, it's a horror movie, and I watched it. And probably done with the Return of the Living Dead series. Uh, the first one is yeah. amazing, and so far, uh, I haven't made it past three. Um, that's three for me. Okay. Um, okay, next up is... Uh, now, I wanted to ask, does the roulettes that we just reviewed tonight, do those count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go in order. Does Dijin a horror movie? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I'm throwing it away because I'm like, okay, well, okay, here Is we go. Is it demons and oh. horror stuff? Oh yeah, it's a it's a horror movie. Okay. Yes, it's. Um, okay, so first up is first up is Taste the Blood of Dracula, another Hammer movie. Um, every bit as good as the previous one that I reviewed, and again, it's and this is my only problem with the movies is. It's paint by the numbers. It's someone does something stupid, and Dracula comes back, and then whips ass, and then abruptly is killed in the last 30 seconds of the movie. Roll credits. Done. And it's great. I mean, it's 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 totally enjoyable. I love seeing the Hammer sets. I love seeing the recurring Hammer characters. It's a good movie. So... If you like these, you'll enjoy that one. Next up is The Gin. It sucked. Next up is <laughs> is another bummer that I think I threw your way on the roulette. I'm not sure if last week or the week before, but I watched Duress. Yeah. Is that one? That looked okay. terrible, yes. Yeah, guess what? Terrible? It, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was um, TV movie, I guess, because it said TVMA. Um uh, some guy and another guy and uh, uh, killing someone and bad acting and you're back to you. Okay, it's, well, moving right along. Yeah. That, that's exactly what it looked like from the cover. Sometimes yeah, terrible. you can tell tell a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, these three. Um, this one was on the roulette and you gave it a, a thumbs up, as I recall. The Den. Now, to be perfectly fair, 
if I had gotten this one on the roulette or I had gotten your usual amalgam of garbage you throw at me on the roulette and I saw this one for like an hour 15, I would have taken it. And having said that, I would have taken it and I probably would have been like, not bad, passing thumbs up. Watching it on my own volition, no. Thumbs down. This sucked. And it's not the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. It's not Dijin uh, or anything like that, but and it has a decent premise, but it's sort of like, you know where it's going. In the first five minutes, you're like, they're going to do this, 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 and this, the end. And then it takes an hour and 15 for them to do that stuff. And you're like, God, come on. And <laughs> setting the whole entire thing on a computer screen again. I've, now I've watched two of these movies in the last two weeks. Uh, no, thumbs down on that one. Uh, if you're totally into found footage and hardcore, eh, I guess, go for it, but nah, no good. Um, anything to add on that one? <laughs> no, I, I, I vaguely remember it, I, but I do enjoy, I do remember enjoying it for what it was, but I, yeah, I, I remember, did, didn't in the end, weren't, were they chasing her or something? Was there a, I don't even remember the end. Ooh. I, I was fast forwarding, honestly. I, I'm not even full on fast forwarding. I was just like, skip a minute, skip a minute, skip a minute. Oh, there's talking. You know, like you can see the little preview yeah. scene. I would go until something's happening, then I would hit it. And it was just only like a couple of minutes at a time. Through the end, it was like, okay, they get a knife, they're killing the end. I, yeah. I got, yeah. Okay, next up was uh, Silent Night, Bloody Night. And I seriously question if we watched the same movie. And I'm not saying that uh, with hyperbole, like. Clearly, you're wrong. Yeah. No, I seriously think we didn't watch the same movie. Uh, because some of the things that you told me about that movie were not in this movie. And some of the things I read on the back, like the description, it said at Christmas Eve, there was no Christmas of any sort in this movie. Or at least that I knew of. Oh, um, okay. And, there, I mean, about 20 minutes in, there was a brutal axe killing of two people in bed. That was cool. With lots of practical blood flying all over that was cool so i stayed on and that was it that at the very end there was a guy that got an eye gouged out with a drinking glass do you remember that no most of that was off screen they put a, a semi-broken glass up to this guy this guy was frozen in time or something and they put a like a martini glass that was broken up to his eye and they started to like ooh, make it bow out and then they cut away and he screams and that was the end and you had told me it had a killer ending, and I was like, that's... there's." I seriously question if we watched the same movie, or if I watched something different. Uh, th now, I got this in a horror movie pack of, like, a dozen movies. They're all old and terrible. Um, so it's very possible that the version I watched was some renamed other movie. But again, I didn't see anything in there that said Christmas. Uh, like, at the... The description on the back of the box even says it's Christmas Eve and everybody's uh, lies are coming to the surface in this small town or something, and I I didn't get that. Uh, so so okay, what was the storyline? Uh, this guy goes to this small town to uh, a lawyer goes there to buy this house whatever I guess the owners died and we're in the next inheritance. Uh, we're going to check it out, and the town really wanted to buy the house because some horrible things happened there many years ago. And they like to tell you in vagaries of still pictures in sapia tone, paused, uh, like photographs, and then voiceover from no-name narrator. 
that would go on for five minutes and you're staring at a still picture and you're, it's like, uh, okay, <laughs> got it. And then, um, anyway, it was all about this house and selling this house and the townspeople wanted to buy it because it's cursed. And then this guy wanted to stay there and then a ghost maybe got him. Maybe, I don't know, but there was nothing bloody that happened. Uh, it was so hard to pay attention and then skip to the end and somebody gets his eye gouged out and it's over. There was, I, I, I'm not kidding. I think there was two and a half deaths in this movie and one was flashback. Huh. Does that sound like what you watched? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll do further research into that and see yes, what's I going do on. That, yes. I'm not going to mess with that now. All, all I can tell you is the movie I watched sucked ass uh, forget that because uh, we were texting and i was like y- you're out of your mind there's no way that you liked this like i understand when you like things that i don't because it's uh it's gory or bloody and i'm like this isn't even that it's not even bloody yeah. there, there's no suspense here i don't understand um anyway and we were talking about high def versus this crappy transfer i yes. have which obviously this whole box set is ripped vhs's on dvd but these are so grindhousey and crappy anyway that that actually is charming to me. I like so it's not the kind of thing where oh it looks bad. No, the whole movie's terrible. So the flickers and the terrible print, I actually appreciate. I liked that. Um, okay. Next up, last for this round, Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price. This is classic. Oh, horror. nice. Um, have you seen this one? No, I have not. Do you have this on DVD? or I have it on DVD, yes. Okay. And it's a terrible transfer. Oh. Uh, the, the first time I watched this one was on MGM HD out at the Miller Boys. They they had that free weekend of it or something. Uh, that channel. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched it or if, even if yeah. it still exists. But um, the HD transfer on that was so mind-blowing that I paused because I was just like perusing HD channels. And it was spellbinding because it, the HD transfer was so good on a movie so old and watch the whole thing through and it's a good movie you know um, this would uh, be one of the previous incarnations of uh, that Richard Matheson story with the vampires yeah, yeah. Um, I am legend and I, I am legend yeah. there you go yeah so watch it, watching it again on a, a horrible DVD VHS kind of transfer where it's constantly jittery and terrible still a good movie um, but um, it's got its talky parts. I mean, Vincent Price does a great job because he's solo for most of the movie, but it's basically the Will Smith I Am Legend, same thing. I mean, I'll take the little bit more action-packed, crappy version. Yeah, It's still a must-watch for a checklist classic cinema. i definitely give this one a th- solid thumbs okay. up. Okay. Um, but get an HD version if you can because it's it's much easier to watch that. Yeah. Okay, that's it for that three. Over to you. Okay, next up for me is A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. And once again, I talked about this movie on my own show. I will say that revisiting this movie numerous times, I have come to really appreciate this movie in that it is kind of the Halloween 3 of the Nightmare on Elm Street series. I still have never seen it. (laughs) You haven't. I've seen one, three, four, five, six, the rest of them, but I haven't seen two because you you said it sucked. (laughs) Looking back now, I'm like, that's actually, it's grown on me to where I'm like, I almost enjoy this more than some of the later sequels because the later sequels got so cheesy. Oh, they're so bad. 
This one here is more of the dark tone of the first one, mm -hmm. and then it has that whole homoerotic thing going on, and it does. It's <laughs> trust me, it is there and it is prevalent. Yeah. Uh, but it's a it's it it needed to be a little bit longer, because uh, there there was some great ideas that could have been explained with a, a minute or two of extra exposition here and there, but it's not there, and so I'm like, oh, that's kind of a plot hole. Like, that doesn't quite make sense why this is able to happen, um, but a, a little bit of, like, well, it's because this. Oh, okay, I get it, but it's not there, so it's like, well, that's a plot hole to me. Mm -hmm. um, but it's still... Freddy is dark and menacing and evil in this, and, uh, whereas part three is where he really starts to get his comical tone going on. Yeah. Um, but I actually enjoy the fact that this one has a male as the lead, and it's just such a weird, out-there sequel versus what is typically um, what you're used to in these types of slasher movies. Right. Um, so it was good. I liked it. Um, and then right after that is one of my favorite... Favorite, favorite movies of all time. Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. And I have been a... I knew it was coming. I just yes. You can't go through a Halloween without watching that movie. Yes, it is a yearly tradition for me. <laughs> just like Silent Night, Deadly Night. This is a yearly tradition. Uh, this is, in my opinion, the best Halloween-based movie ever made. Um... Unfortunately, it gets branded as the ugly stepchild because it's it's Halloween, but it's not. It's there's no Michael Myers in it. It's just a great creepy storyline of of Stonehenge and robots and deaths of millions of kids. It's just so dark and twisted and great, and I love it. Um, yeah, I came around on that one big time. I gotta admit. Yeah, it's just just bonkers for a for a movie that. Uh, after they had so much success with Halloween 2, to go and just completely like, oh, okay, we're going to do something completely different, and it worked, but now I think it's getting love, whereas back then it was like, ooh, this did not work, let's let's go and keep making meh yeah. Michael Myers sequels. It's so. so disappointing that their concept didn't uh, pay off, but at the same time, that means that there's still potential for somebody to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, and uh, the last for me is one that I don't think we agree on this one here, but again, I give it a thumbs up. The, my third viewing, still thumbs up. The Shrine. Uh, That's the one with uh, the, the three people that go over to Yuka Block Slavia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yuka Block uh, where, the, where the yeah half the movie is in a foreign dialect with no subtitles. Yes, that movie. yes. This, yeah, this. That, you know, I, it was okay. I just thought that there was way too much of that. Yeah, because um, it yeah it was heavy on the no dial or the no subtitles and them talking. But man, that statue is oh creeps me out okay, and the whole. I agree, but that aside, did you see my point of there's too much of that to where it, it loses its effectiveness? Yes, yes, okay. it it does, and that's my own honestly, that's my main. That was my biggest complaint. Yeah, because it's like okay, I don't understand you. I don't, but other than that, the statue and the whole. I don't want to give anything away because it's yeah. on Netflix. Check it out. Uh, it's got some really grueling, brutal set pieces in it, but. Uh, I think that's a good movie. So, anyway. Okay. 
Uh, over to me. I have four left. Where are you at? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. I'm going to do two and two, and then you do a three and two. Okay. Uh, two, two, two evil eyes. Uh, I watched this on shoutfactorytv.com. Thank you very much. Go visit ah, that nice. website. Uh, I was looking for fresh, so I went to. I started expanding to Crackle, and that's coming up. Uh, other sites <laughs> to see what's going on, because you gotta, you know, you gotta change it up. Because you watch one horror movie and it's a certain tone, you gotta move to something else. Um, but yes, Two Evil Eyes was uh, Argento and Romero. Romero yes. wrote it. And Romero had the fir- Romero did the first one. Argento did the uh, Black Cat. Yes. Uh, and they're both enjoyable stories. It seems like every single anthology story has to have a cheating spouse story that yeah. uh, gets revenge when they come get killed and come back from the dead. Uh, and that's fine, I guess, but uh, it feels obligatory at this point. It happens so often. But uh, this was a an anthology film with only two films, and it, they both go on way too long. Uh, they're both good, but they're just way too damn long. They could have both been half as long, and you could have had four stories, and it would have been got the point across just fine. Uh, I, I mean, again, they were both fine. I give the movie a thumbs up, especially after The Den and Silent Night, Bloody Night, and uh, it's just like, come on, give me something solid. And so, in that respect, thumbs up. Um, okay. I feel like I should bring it up, but I feel like I shouldn't. The the the, the actress in the second one with Harvey Keitel, uh, it's not like I I don't need a hot chick in there for every role. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Oh, she was so <laughs> distractingly terrible and not good looking. Um, I I don't want to say just she was homely. Just she wasn't that great at looking, but on top of that, she was a terrible actress. So when you're crying half the time or whining half the time, which she was, and maybe rightfully so, because Kaitel was a psychopath, uh, but she's making these faces, and it's like, oh, I I want to kill you. Like, I hated her. <laughs> so it's not just me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you slap in this weird witch stuff flashbacks, and you're just like, What? That story was a mess. Nothing he did yeah. made a lot of sense, except for no. maybe killing her. Because And then there's that weird thing, too, where most of that story, and maybe you haven't watched it in a while, I encourage you to please rewatch it and tell me what you think. Uh, most of that story, I could not figure out if she was his daughter or girlfriend or <laughs> wife. So it was very confusing, their relationship, where it was like, okay, see you later, bye. And then they kind of, kiss on the cheek and you're like what is it <laughs> like i could not figure it out because she's young and he's kaitel and it was and then they kept referring to him as the wife and then and he's like no she's not my wife and i'm like here it comes she's my girlfriend i'm like what wait what now now i'm doubly confused so she just lives with you this whole time then what's the problem just leave uh, but she doesn't. And then, and then she freaks out about the cat. You killed my cat. You killed him, didn't you? And there was nothing psychotic up until that point. So you're like, why would she have that reaction? Did it was yeah. that, oh, that story was bizarre. I, I hated her. I hated her. Yeah, <laughs> she was a terrible actress. But yeah. but I liked the movie. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I movie. did too. Overall, it has that 
very 80s kind of tone and feel. Maybe early yeah. 90s. I'm not sure when it was yeah. made. Uh, but that very specific tone and feel, and I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so it was a nice reprieve from the other crap I was watching. Um, next up, this was a checklist film. I've owned it on DVD in my 50 horror film box set, another box set I've had forever, and it's loaded with crappy movies. Um, this, I would... <sighs> I'm not going to say it's a crappy movie, but it's a, a checklist film, and I've got it checked off, and I'll probably never watch it again. And it's from 1922. It's a silent film called Nosferatu. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. it. You know, it's... Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I found a loophole. I can have a silent film playing over here on the TV while I watch a film with sound over here on the laptop, so that's... Oh, wow. <laughs> It, it helps to catch up. Uh, and yes, I watched both, and I could pay attention to both, because you're watching a half-crappy movie over here uh, on the laptop while I'm watching a silent film over there uh, on the TV. I figure I paid enough attention, trust me. Uh, Nosferatu, yeah. though, it's, it's basically, uh, it, for our time, Bram Stoker's Dracula. You've seen that film? Yeah. Same damn movie. Just, just made in the silent era with, you know, orchestra music and flashcards for the dialogue. Exact same thing. And no, no so, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oof. Which is a good thing. I'll, yeah, I'll stick with, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm it, good. It's I'm a checklist. Good. I can say that I've yeah. seen it and have a dialogue about it, and that's the end of that. I'm done. Good. But it counts as okay. a horror film. Yes, it does. Uh, so I may be bending the rules a bit, but I feel that it's warranted okay uh two points for me back to you okay next up for me is one of if not my favorite movie of this year bone tomahawk starring kurt russell and a whole bunch of other awesome actors in an awesome movie with awesome dialogue and an awesome story and an awesome ending watch this movie as soon as you can it's two hours and 11 minutes long and mostly dialogue and I loved it. It's so good. Kurt Russell still kicks ass and it's it's so damn good. It's so damn good. And I don't want to spoil the movie so I'm not going to say much about it, what it's about other than uh, it's set in the Old West and a woman is kidnapped so a group of guys goes after her to rescue her bad things happen that's all you need to know western horror western horror but uh, um does it qualify I, as horror it does yes it does um violent extremely violent western gr- like gritty western but i still think um and if for some reason you would watch it now, i haven't seen it i'll defer to your opinion this isn't yeah. like a yeah, I think it, it's harsh. It's honestly, it's harsh enough, and the subject matter at where things go, I think that it would fall under. It's it's more western than horror, but there's definitely horror in there. If the gin counts for horror, <laughs> damn it, this movie counts for horror. I'll take it. Yes, watch this movie. This movie is fantastic. I, did was the first time you saw it the trailer that I posted? Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah. that was uh, from a random. Uh, site that isn't highly publicized. You know what I mean? Like one of those yeah. underground things. Uh, I, I have a lot of trailer uh, facilities. Does that make any yeah. sense? There are a lot of places yeah. where I pull trailers from. Usually I'll post the ones that interest me. If you 
uh, listening audience have one that interests you, please post it, and I will yeah. repost it. Um, but I'm trying to bring more attention to those kind of underground things, and that one looked like it had major potential. You know, this one here, um, I cannot believe. And it, now I understand why a movie like Under the Skin didn't get a major theatrical release, um, because it's a very odd movie. But this movie here, I'm like, what? Why didn't this get a big release? This is the acting was so good in this, and the shocking violence here. It's just it's such a good movie. I I cannot. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I really. Can. Um, and may, you might who knows you might think it's slow, um, but I love like the dialogue. I'm, I just ate it up. I loved it. I can't wait to see it. Anyway, next up, and the only reason I revisited this one because I hated it the first time was because I listened to this guy on another podcast that I listened to, The Movie Crypt, with Adam Green and Joe Lynch, and that is Ty West's Cabin Fever Part 2. And I did not like it the first time, and then I listened to this uh, show, and Ty West is a... I'm a big fan of Ty West. I love his movies. I love his style, and I love what he's trying to do, and that is a great episode on that I show. I downloaded it. I haven't listened to it yeah. yet. I really like Ty West, the person. I haven't uh, seen enough... I haven't seen enough of his filmography to know if I yeah. really am a huge fan yet. You'll, uh, you'll, you'll enjoy that episode, but I... There is a whole bunch of... of stuff behind the scenes with cabin fever too and he talks about it and so i watched it and you can just you can see it on screen and you can see oh here's where studio got involved and now it falls completely apart and doesn't work and it doesn't work and it's not a ty west movie and ty west movies have a certain feel even the ones that like the innkeepers i thought was kind of boring i'm like eh, i see it was still okay but it still felt kind of Ty Westish. This does not. This is just a random mishmash of bleh, what? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, moving on. But it is it's a horror movie. It counts. Yeah, I um, agree. Next up is Annabelle, uh, the prequel to Ooh. The Conjuring. Yeah. Um, and I actually uh, went in this with really low expectations, and after a really solid beginning, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. That was pretty cool, and I'm, I'm surprised. Um, then it settles into the usual startling jump scares and main protagonists that you hate that do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I, for the, to the movie's credit, it ends on a really good note. I liked how it ended and how they wrap things up. And uh, that doll, regardless of how bad the actors are, that doll is effective and creepy. But so the beginning is good, the end is really good, um, the middle is meh. There you go. So, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I haven't seen The Conjuring yet uh, or Annabelle, both okay. of which I'm familiar with. James Wan, he did both of those, right? Mm. Not, he didn't direct Annabelle. Um, the guy that made Mortal Kombat Annihilation directed. Annabelle. So it's a screaming endorsement right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's not bad. It's it's when it was all said and done, I'm like, that wasn't bad. I could have done a lot I, worse. I saw the trailer. And again, I'm getting so freaking sick. I keep wanting to bring this up on the show and I keep forgetting. I'm getting so damn sick of ghost stories. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Guillermo del Toro's got a new one out and it looks really good, but I'm so freaking sick of ghost stories. Enough of that. Bring me something else original. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. Okay, my last two. 
the Human Centipede 2 full sequence. I Ooh. finally finished this because I'd only ever watched uh, the first like third of it till it got up to where shit starts getting bloody. Uh, so I was like, okay, I can watch half a movie and it'll count. That's great. Uh, and wow, what oh. a freaking movie. That got so disgusting i was disturbing looking through, oh. oh i was looking through fingers like this hand over my face oh my god uh almost too much yeah i i know i totally agree that was like i feel bad about myself watching this yeah there, i'm not gonna lie there were parts i was doing the frame skip again because it's like oh gore cutting uh the weed trimmer into the knee okay got and it the ba- yeah then it was, then the baby yeah, the, then the whole pregnancy baby thing and that didn't like, make sense it was oh like, it was horrible but that was just despicable depraved yeah yeah depraved is a great way to yes it is yeah it started off so strong because it was like a completely different take on what they had done before as far as being, well, here's a guy who's obsessed with it uh, instead of just a sequel. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it was a yes. different twist on it. It was shot in black and white. It was very well shot. Oh, it just got so weird. Uh, anyway, so I, I'm going to pass on that. Should I watch Human Centipede 3? Oh, God, no. Okay, because that just popped on Netflix. That's why I went back to revisit that. It was like, I got to finish that one up. Oh. If you, if you say no, then I'm good. Okay, uh, moving on for my last entry. Uh, hold on, I believe I made a couple of notes about this one. Here we go. Return of the Living Dead Part 4, Necropolis. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, uh, this was on Crackle. In which a group of late 20-somethings pretend to be high schoolers who ride dirt bikes while listening to Godsmack and try to rescue their quote-unquote friend who they don't like from a research facility where they're doing tests on zombies and stuff. Um, yeah, that completely sucked. Back to you. <laughs> and there's a part five out there that I'll probably watch at some point. Is that uh, called Rave to the Grave or Rave in the yeah. Grave? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I watched that shit. Wow. Freaking horrible. Not um, an enjoyable way. But okay. we're getting on in time. So yes, I'm okay, so two more. For, long. Two, two more, more for you. Okay, I watched Walt Disney's Something Wicked This Way Comes. Have you seen that movie? No, I've heard of it. 1983, it had a lot of production troubles, but um, I, I've been wanting to watch that movie, and it was enjoyable for what it was. And it's, it's Disney trying to make a PG-rated horror movie. Um, and and it, is does this have something to do with a car? And that, like, well, on the cover of the the VHS, I, I'm seeing flames in a car. No, no? this is what this am is I thinking? Actual, so I'm well, thinking. Of, I'm thinking of sometimes they come back. Oh yes, yeah, that's okay. yeah. This is a set back in way back in the day in like the the 40s or 50s, and a traveling carnival comes through a town. Actually, how about this? This is Stephen King's Needful Things, but. For a PG-rated audience, and that seriously, that there you go. If you like that, then you'd probably like the movie. And it, okay. I gave it three stars. It wasn't bad, um, but it could have been better. But again, they they were limited with what they could do with a PG rating, and yeah. Okay. So, anyway, lastly, uh, and then the last movie for me, um, for this show, is a movie that I watched and just finished before we started taping, and that is. Tales from the Crypt presents Bordello of Blood. Oh, nice. 
Um, I know this one. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here real quick sure, before you sure. get going. I know this one doesn't get as much love as Demon Knight, and rightfully so. It's not as good as Demon Knight. Yeah, but. I still really enjoy this movie. I think it's yep. very enjoyable. I want to throw that out there before you even say anything, just in case you are going to completely shit all over it. And that's fine if you do, but I like Dennis Miller and him going playing around. It's just fun to me. So, yep. anyway. Nope, I am right on the same page. Awesome. I actually enjoyed the movie. It was only 85 minutes long, and I was never bored. Corey Feldman's in it, and I like Corey Feldman. Yep. Easy watch. It had some great gore in it. It was funny. Dennis Miller was funny in it. Um, and it, it has a fun early 90s vibe to it versus the, like, uh, dated. It was fun. I liked yeah. it. it. Not near as good as Demon Knight. Definitely no. not. No. But it was it was a good movie. That gets a thumbs up. So. I agree. And it counts as a horror movie. Yep. Um, okay. Well, let's... Tally up the totals here. Da, 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 da. We, I was 10.5 to 15, and that was on October 13th. And now it is uh, October 29th, and I have 29 and a half points, Oof, which wow. means I did some serious catching up. I'm on mark, and you have 37 and a half, so you're done. You can quit watching <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> You're good, uh, dude. You're relieved. You don't have to watch uh, any more horror movies. And, and our our friend over at Cinema Sidekick, Steve, is going to be up at my place on Saturday. We're going to watch Evil Dead and Trick or Treat. And I am sure... Well, no. No, actually, scratch that. I just started Fargo, the TV show. A, a friend of yeah. mine let me borrow the Blu-ray. So that'll be probably what uh, my wife and I watch tomorrow night. So I'm going to wrap up Halloween with two more so i've almost hit 40 i hope i can hit 40 hey that's cool you're going for a record i 31 would be a, a huge number for me I've, i'm only a couple away and i can i'm i'm halfway through it follows i was gonna oh. finish that up for tonight but ah. for some reason voodoo doesn't stream well on my computer when some like the kids are watching netflix and the wife is on her computer and I could watch Netflix or Crackle or Shout Factory, anything just fine. But for some reason, when I queue up Voodoo, it takes more bandwidth or something. And it doesn't like oh. it, so it gets edgy. And I was like, ah, eh, I want to watch it when it's not skippy. Um, so I've been, I'm about halfway done with it. I've been, oh, huge thumbs up. Very much enjoying good, it. Good, good. Uh, uh, let's tease for next episode, and we're going to wrap this up. Um, I have been catching up from the summer. Uh, as you know, I have horrible luck with theater crowds, so I <laughs> wait till the Dollar Theater. Um, and for uh, renting on Voodoo, I have watched Avengers Age of Ultron and Ant-Man, which leads me to an interesting idea, and I was going to throw it by you. Okay. I think for next episode, we should do a segment where we rate rank um, Marvel. All of it. Not just Marvel Ooh. Studios. All of Marvel. I will be sending you a list. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, you're going to need to send gonna me a send list. I'm going to send you a list. You also might have some homework as far as maybe a, one or two animated films that you now have access to. Um, oh, got it. Okay. Right. Yep. Um, uh, maybe just, just one or two. I'll, I'll tell you which ones. I'll, I'll send you an email tomorrow. Um, but I think we should do a rate rank of, of Marvel because I'm mostly caught up as far as the, all of the big stuff. Um, and we're going to do it a little differently. Instead of doing a countdown from 10 to 1, we're going to start at number 1 and go down. That way, Interesting. Because, because I've seen more of the animated stuff than you have, and I don't expect you to watch 10 animated 
things this week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah. We'll go, <laughs> we'll go down it from number one on down. And everybody knows what like the top three to five will be. So we yeah. won't spend a lot of time on that. Then we can get into rating the crappy stuff or what we think is crappy. Okay. Um, so I thought that would be a good segment for next time. Yes. I like next that episode. Cause wrapping up our horror thon won't take a lot of time next. We only got a couple of days uh, that we'll, tag on and see if we can hit our mark of 31 horror movies in 31 days um i think that we should go out the way that we came in at jointly <laughs> singing so until next time i'm eric marner and i'm eugene weaver happy happy, happy halloween 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 happy happy halloween silver shamrock <laughs> Thanks for listening.